1: Bros, fan is Saturday and it's free, noon to four at Texas Live, it's going to be a bash. Uh, Jalen Smith, Chris Woodward, amongst others, Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, we'll be out there having a great time, talking sports, having some nice cocktails, should be a blast, would love to see you there. Uh, This report from Brad Townsend, Dwight Powell participated in non-contact part of practice, but it's highly doubtful that he's ready for the season opener. We'll be ready for the season opener Wednesday. We'll have a very special guest in studio. We'll be bringing you all that information. But it should be a lot of fun. Mavs season gets going on Wednesday.
0: Question for you? Yep. Yeah, and I think it'll be Mark Cuban. I think I think Mark Cuban will be here eleven from eleven to noon. Whoop whoop. In person on Wednesday. Whoop whoop. Are you? Uh, do you seeing Luka and Porzingis play together? Do you do you think it's I'm wondering the impact it's having on you personally mm-hmm. and the impact it's having on Mavs fans and then what it's having on the national media. Do you think it's making the Mavericks more of a favorite, more respected, or do people still think they're on the outside looking in?
1: So uh, in the break, KT and I were just talking of eight riders at the Athletic. Only one had them making the playoffs. Um, I'm, I can honestly tell you it's I, it's hasn't changed me. I think I told you guys how high I was on this team Uh, And I think that they can be a really good team and not make the playoffs. I think the West is that good. But I had a feeling that, or I had the sense that the way this offense would function. By the way, if you want to take the time to read it, there was an incredible Brad Townsend article yesterday in the morning news, an exhaustive article on Carlisle's offensive principles of flow that he used in 2011 are back. And they have the personnel to do the things offensively that they did in that championship season. Can you summarize it for us? It's the idea that the actions that happen in a game are more randomized based on the abilities of the players instead of making it's, – it's like guys playing advanced pickup. The way I described 2011 is if you play pickup with the same group of guys every day for five years, you can go run a gym because everybody knows what everybody does. And you're familiar with, I know where that guy likes to get the ball, and he knows that if I go this way, he's going to go that way. We can play off of each other, and it's harder for defenses to sit on that because it's more randomized. It's off, it's read and react type stuff. And because Luca is a savant, and just like Jason Kidd was a savant, you can now implement those principles, and guys can make reads, and you don't just have people sitting on plays anymore. And so it's more randomized, and because it's more randomized, it's more difficult to defend. And it just puts guys in positions to succeed. It gets guys in space. It gets guys in their comfort zone. And defenses have decisions to make. Are you going to give up a pal dunk or a wide-open three? You know, it's it's very, very difficult when you have two weapons of that caliber on the floor. Everybody else just eats in a way different way. Now, are they going to defend anybody? We'll see. I think they're going to rebound. I, I'm, that's one thing, Ben. If you ask me, what I've seen in preseason, I think they're going to rebound. I feel better about that. But I was very confident that they were going to be a top five offensive team, and I think it's going to play out. So we'll and see.
0: With cap space following this season to do something big, if they if it's there,
1: well, the interesting thing will be: will they use their trade exception at the at the trade at the end of January? Like they could make a move in season if they really want to make the playoffs, and and it materializes. We'll see what happens with injuries and things. But, um, yeah, they have the ability to make some moves. And then the following summer, they'll have max space when they'll have Porzingis and Luca under contract for less than what Harden makes by himself. (laughs) That's not this summer, the following summer. So they're in really good shape. Stay healthy. They'll make a little run. Should be good. Should be good. Okay, what happened last night?
0: All right, so last night, uh, my son, it was his 14th birthday, and I mentioned this earlier, All Max wanted for his birthday was to go to the Cowboy game on his birthday. Happy birthday, you old (laughs) He wanted to see the Cowboys and the Eagles play. And if you have kids, you know how it is. Maybe they want 20 different things, and it changes from week to week to week. He's been steadfast. Since the Cowboys' schedule came out, he really wanted this. He really wanted to
1: go to the game.
0: But he just... You know, He really wasn't even asking for anything else. I
1: just think it's awesome that a 13-year-old looked at the schedule before the season started. It's
0: incredible. He gets updates on his phone, and he'll just come talk, give me sports updates constantly. He's way into it. That's great. And uh, he's super smart, and he's done really, really well in school. So I'm like, man, I want to do something nice for him, but I I, want to surprise him. I want to tell him, okay, I got tickets, but they're so expensive, they're in the nosebleeds. Mm -hmm. And so... We were going to go meet a friend, a friend of the show, a guy named Bennett, who is uh, – we've had him – every day our show starts with his voice. Um, He helped us raise a lot of money. Ben and Skin, it's your game right now. (laughs) Uh, for the uh, fallen officers who were ambushed and, you know, a massive charity endeavor there. He's involved in a lot of the different charitable things that we do, our buddy Bennett Glazer.
1: And that was just an audio clip of just him standing in his kitchen. Yep,
0: yep. And uh, so anyways, I called Bennett. Now, you know, I know Bennett has uh, tickets to the game and and the Bennett experience is unlike anything else. And so I'm like... I'm gonna surprise Max, and I'm gonna call my friend Bennett and see if uh, he's got tickets for this game. So I reached out to him a while back, and he did. He had two tickets for us. So I told Max first of all. I said, "Hey, we're going to we're going to a friend's house to watch the game because I didn't want him to think we were going to the game. I was like, I couldn't get tickets, so we're just gonna go to this guy's house to watch the game." And he wow, ge- that's cool. And he goes. I'd rather stay at home and watch it. And I, go, oh, I go, okay. Uh, okay, well, okay. So we're going over there. I,
1: They've got the best we're, chips we're, there, son. Okay. You have
0: to eat these chips. So, yeah, it was, it was a crisis situation. Uh, I had to auto like, okay, I lied. We, I have tickets, but they're not very good. And uh, the parking is so expensive. We're going to go meet at my friend Bennett's house, and we're going to drive with him to the game. And he goes, okay. Well, as it started getting closer and closer to the game, like we were having a birthday brunch with his mom, I mean, his grandma, my mom, their birthday is the same day. And we were kind of trying to tell him, hey, don't get your hopes up. The tickets aren't that good. And I could see, he's a smart kid. Mm-hmm. I could see the look on his face. He's like, oh, I'll go along with this. I've seen your routine before, Dad. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he had me figured out. And so essentially, we go over to uh, Bennett's house, and he had a bus, and he was taking 10 people to the game. And but Max still didn't know what we were going to get into, and we, when you go with uh, Bennett, it, I think there's this. It's called ELP. There's the event level pass or mm-hmm. something, and it's you know it's, it's this. It's like the Red Sea opens up, and you drive to the stadium and you pass all the traffic. You a separate lane opens up for you against traffic, against traffic. It's just and coned, off. coned off, and then you go straight underneath the stadium. You park underneath the stadium, and you get out of your car and there you are you're 100 yards away from the field you're five feet away from the Miller Light Club and as we were we had not yet gotten out of the bus and we looked out and we could see the players about to walk out on the field so the first thing he saw was Dak and Zeke leading the team out of the locker room to go and we're like what (laughs) that's awesome so uh so we he still doesn't know exactly what all we're going to do but we immediately get escorted out to the field And so we're out on the field. The player warm-ups are taking place. The players are running right by us, and I'm looking at him. He is wide-eyed. Can't even believe what's happening. And uh, at one point, Orlando Skandrick comes over. He's got his helmet on. Oh, wow. And he gives Charlotte Jones-Anderson a big hug. And uh, he looks at Max, and he goes, Hey, you're wearing the wrong colors, bro. Hmm. And he runs off, and Max thought that was crazy that Orlando Skandrick was talking to him before the game. (laughs) So pulling the tank, Lawrence. We get we meet Stephen Jones, and so he gets to meet Stephen, and that was really cool. And it's like you know your dad, and I'm on that show with your dad, and, and I of course I am. and I am, and of course we. It's very nice to meet you. We're, We're gonna, gonna take you hunting with us, and we will. It couldn't have been nicer, and that was incredible. And my son is just floating at this point. Well, Bennett is also very good friends with uh, Jerry. And so we're just kind of hanging around, riding Bennett's coattails and just staying close to him. And all of a sudden, Bennett is kind of a little off from us and he's talking to Jerry and Jerry couldn't be happier to see him, giving him a big hug or whatever. And Bennett waves us over. And so I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get to meet Jerry, and here Max on his 14th birthday is going to get to meet Jerry Jones.
1: This is Jones with the Cowboys. And so <laughs>
0: we walk over there, and uh, and before I could, I was, I didn't know if Jerry would recognize me. You know, he's on our show every week, but it's on the radio, mm-hmm. and we've met him before. But um, I don't, you know, he meets a million people, so I'm not going to presume anything. Before I can say anything, Bennett is introduced. Hey, this is Ben from Ben and Scan. You're on his show every week, and he's brought his son to the game for his birthday. And Jerry couldn't have been nicer. And he immediately starts paying attention to Max. And it was so genuine, so authentic, just so wonderful. And he goes, you know, Max, your daddy does a very important thing. Uh, He makes sports better. We need need your daddy doing what he does because it really helps the Dallas Cowboys when he's there talking about sports, good or bad. It helps to have your dad doing his job, and he's real good at his job. Wow, that's awesome. And I I was like, what is happening? It was so nice of him. And we took this picture with Jerry and – Max is, you know, just staring at Jerry. Jerry's staring at the camera and Max is staring at Jerry. One of our our listeners was like, I want anyone to stare at me the way Ben's son stares at Jerry. (laughs) Uh, And it was just really cool. So, you know, and then then on top of that, you know, we were able to go watch this victory, which was not expected at all. We were expecting to see the Cowboys get their tides, you know, their hides tanned. And uh, I think it ended up being a fantastic birthday, man. I and can't he,
1: imagine a better birthday. I can't imagine either. If that's I'm, what he wanted to do more than anything. He to just, go to that game. Yeah, it's what he wanted
0: more than anything. And yeah. he got to go get the amazing experience. Got to shake Jerry's. I put it on my Instagram. It's at Big Ben Rogers on Instagram. But um, I'm gonna follow you. What is that? Big Ben Rogers at Big Ben Rogers. Go ahead and give me a follow there. Um, we'll see. Would, but. Uh, it was really special. He's a good kid. You know, he's he's multiple... Uh, I think he's got three or four classes he takes that are pre-AP. He's got like a 99.4 average. Wow. Uh, It's stupid, and he doesn't ask for anything. He's one of those kids that just doesn't ask for a lot but he really wanted to go to this game.
1: They got that beautiful mother. And
0: yes, they do, Jerry. Yeah, he knows. And Jerry Jerry didn't mention anything about that. He hadn't met Cat yet. Oh, he's met But man, it was really special. And what I would say is and we we say this all the time. If anybody out there, even if you're not a Jerry fan, if you ever get the chance to have a beer with him, have a simple conversation with him, you'll walk away loving the man. Couldn't couldn't be a nicer dude.
1: Well, really awesome experience. I'm looking at the pictures right now. Very cool. At what Big, an exciting time. I know, Jerry. At Big ah. Ben Rogers. And if you're so inclined and you want to see the man behind the voice, the first picture Ben posted, Bennett is the guy standing right behind Jerry. Yeah. If you'd like to get a good look at old Bennett.
0: Rosie's in there, too. And I'm getting a lot of negative fallout for the color of my pants. There's these Nike golf pants I really like. Yeah, those are bright peach. Well, they're... They're... it's They're... <laughs> They're khaki, Orange. but they're a bold khaki. I see and some so, pink in those. Some people say that they're yellow. They are not banana pants, sir. <laughs> are those Sirs Yeah, those are banana <laughs> pants. No, they're not banana pants. Move, you banana you call those pants. pants your hammock. Oh, yeah. I, have, I, have, I, have, I see a banana hammock. I'm getting destroyed for those pants on uh, social media, but I think they're fine.
1: Well, they just don't match anything else you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're colorblind. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's the Vintage Kid Show 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for rolling with us.